0: Here we go. You guys ready? Okay, who uh, who knows what we're talking about? Who knows our theme? Oh, yeah. Damien, you weren't here, but you can take a guess. Real. Okay, close. Luke, did you give him that information? Because you've been here. Real, what is? Okay, okay. Close, but, but what's our theme? Okay, that's fine. The kind yes, Luke, thank you for that. Uh, Zaire. Let's go. No, you get, sorry, man, you get, oh, Gushers? No, Gushers. Yeah, Gushers. I No. I won't, I won't. All right. Yes, he promised me you'd get me a fruit roll-up. Yes, OK, our theme, When. our theme, listen, if you could be answering a question and getting a fruit roll-up, all right? I should get one anyway, because you promised me. I know I did. OK, our theme. Our theme is Jesus for everyone everywhere. And who remembers what book we're in? What book are we in? Ah, ah, ah. What did you say, Ah, ah, Jewel? What did you say? ah, ah, Ah? Okay, good. Good work. I'm sorry. I promised promised Jewel a fruit by the foot. That's the whole reason I got them. All right. What? Okay, yes. Thank you. Here you go. Catch that. There you go. Um. Okay, our theme is Jesus for Everyone Everywhere, and we're in the book of Acts, okay? And last week, we talked about Peter. He gave this sermon, and then he, he <laughs> says this thing. He says that the promise is for everyone who is, does anyone remember? Well, he says for you and your children, and then he says for anyone, anyone who is the opposite of close. Far, far. far off. Grace. Grace. There you go. Cool. And then he says, and anyone whom God calls, right? So he, he talks about like the expansiveness of, of who Jesus is for. Like Jesus didn't just come for one certain type of person or one certain group of people, but he came for, for everyone, right? And so that's part what we're talking about. Jesus is for everyone, everywhere. Today we're going to be in Acts, the next passage, and today we're going to be talking about Jesus is alive in you guys and what that looks like. Because in this passage in Acts, we see what, what it looked like for the early Christians, the early church, what it looked like for them, because Jesus was alive inside of them, because they had the Spirit. So we're going to read that, and then we're going to see like what what that means for us. All right. So here here's what if you have your phone, or I guess we can yeah. Will you get Bibles and pass them out? Thank you. If you want, we're in Acts two verses <laughs> verse forty two through forty seven. Acts two verses forty two through forty seven, and we're talking we're talking all about Um, what the the early church, what the early Christians, what their lives looked like because they had Jesus alive inside of them, okay? Because they had this promise of Jesus alive inside of them. I'm going to read the passage as you guys get your Bibles. And then once you get your Bible, you can follow along after because I'll be referring back to the passage, okay? So here's what it says. Try to listen up as you get your Bible. In verse 42, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 47. And it's talking about the early church. And they, it was talking about the early people who followed Jesus, devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship. Oh, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings, and distributing the proceeds to all, as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together, and breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who were being saved. Okay, so if you need help again, it's Acts chapter 2, verses 42 (coughs) through 47. I'm going to pray real quick, okay? And then we'll get into it. Let's pray. God, we thank you just for this time together um, where we get to know you more. Um, would, you, would you work on our hearts, work in our hearts, so that we might um, know Jesus more, um, know his grace for us, and know that he is alive right now in us and for us um, and, and for everyone. for In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Okay, so we played with the Beyblades before, right? And I know you guys are making fun of me because you were like, oh, you don't know how to do that. Ian was back there. He said, you ever played with Beyblade?" Well, turns out I have, all right? In college, in college, so this was like three years ago, all right? I actually kind of started a Beyblade club with my friends, all right? I got, I got a Beyblade from the store, and I was just hyped about it. I was so excited. I was, like, eager. I was like, oh, Beyblades are awesome. So I got my friends to buy Beyblades, and we'd all, like, we'd say, three, two, one, let it rip, because I knew to say that back then. And boom, I'd let it rip, and it was awesome. It was, like, the best thing. And, and the whole reason, right, it's kind of, like, weird that, like, a college – kid is playing with Beyblades, maybe? No. Right? No. Right. It's not cool. I mean, it is cool. It is cool. Uh, but, but in order to like, start something like that, you have to have someone who's like, eager and excited to do it. Like, most people aren't just going to go pick up a Beyblade and be like, oh, yeah, let's play with this. At when you're like 18, 19 years old, right? But I, because I was eager and excited, I was able to get my, my friends. And they saw like, this life in me. They saw this life in me. They were like, oh, he has a life for Beyblades. Let's, <laughs> let's do that with him. Let's do that with him. Okay? And I think, does that, has, have you guys ever done something like that, kind of like started a movement or something like that because someone, because your friends saw something in you that they're like, oh, she's excited or he's excited about that. They like, they love this thing. Something's like, so I'm, I'm going to do that with them. Have you guys ever done, done something like that before? Right? I think, I think oftentimes when other, when other people see us, Um, especially, like, those who are close to us, when they see that we are excited and eager about something, when they see that, like, something gives us life, they're interested about it. They're, like, interested. They're like, whoa, I want to know more about that. I want to know more about that. And I think kind of like when I was playing playing Beyblades, I also, have you guys ever heard of the Circle of Saving before? Well, I used to have this uh, amazing company, okay? I used to have this amazing company. And some people were haters. Some people were haters. But I got everyone... Everyone was talking about it, though, regardless, okay? People knew about this thing. People wanted to know more, okay? Um, Just another, yeah, I might have been on 60 Minutes, if you you watch that, all right? Um, But I think that's kind of what we see here in this part of Acts. In this part of Acts, in in verses 42 through 47 (laughs) in chapter 2, we see these early Christians, these early people who knew Jesus, and they had Jesus alive in them, and they were eager and excited, and they had, like, this new life. And people around them were like, whoa, I want to know more about this, right? Because at the end of the passage, it actually says um, the Lord added to their number day by day, those who were being saved. Like there are people coming to the early Christians and saying, well, I want what they have. I want to be part of this community. All right. And so today we're going to look at what, if Jesus is alive inside of you, what might your life look like? (laughs) Jewel's always mimicking my hand movements. But it's very distracting. I'm gonna have to put Jewel like in the second row next time, or just get like glasses that and draw like a sharpie mark on this part. But what? Yes. What might your life? What might your? What might your life look like when Jesus is alive inside of you guys? And I think it it, it could look a lot like what the early Christians and the early people who followed Jesus looked like. Okay. So we're gonna see three things. Okay. One that. Our lives, if we, if we follow Jesus, if we know him, if we trust him, our lives will be um, have unity in some sort with one another and with other people. Okay? And I think we see that. right? Who has a Bible? You guys have a Bible. In verse 44, if you go to verse 44, it says, And all who believed, so everyone who believed in Jesus, they were together. Okay, first of all, they were together. It makes it know that they were just together. Okay? They're, they're, it doesn't say, oh, they were separated, but it says they were together which I think is important to note, okay, and had all things in common, okay, and it's not, when it says they had all things in common, it's not just talking about, like, oh, we are, like, the same person, like, we share the same interests, but it means that they shared what they had, so, like, they, they were a people who, who, what was yours is mine, and what is mine is yours, they had these things in common, so it wasn't just that we, we all liked soccer, it wasn't just, like, all oh, you guys are like me, we all like soccer, but it was, it, was a, it was a life by being together and, and sharing with one another, with this community, okay? And so when we trust Jesus and when Jesus is alive in us, um, I think that, that this, can be, this can be the same with us too. And not in the same way because these people were probably all like living in this. Like not all you guys go to the same school, right? So it's not like you guys can like go to school and be like, oh, here's my hand sanitizer, right? Probably a bad example. um. But I think, I think there's something to note, right? It says later on, it says, in, in not in verse 44, but in verse, 40, in verse 46, it said they received their food. Um, oh, no, they were, breaking, they were breaking bread in their homes together. So they were in their homes, they were eating together. And even, even before that, it said in verse 42, it again mentions the breaking of bread and prayer. So they were doing these things together. They were just eating together. They were just eating together, fellowshipping together. So just part of being together is just being together in meals and in life, just just in our days it's just part of being together um, and they were learning and growing together and right do, okay do you guys remember I just said a few moments ago, but do you guys remember what it means that they had the, they had these things in common? What did that mean? They were together what did you say yeah, they shared all things so it didn't necessarily mean that they were all like the same person and they all had the same interests in common right It just meant that they were they were sharing with one another. And so I think another thing that we can note is that um, what we are together and we, we are gracious and patient with people even when they're different than us. Because that's, that's part of being together, right? We're gracious and patient and allow for each other to have growth. I think that's part of being together. And so one thing in our lives, um, it can be easy, I think, often when we see someone who's different than us, it can be easy to just kind of think that we're better than them sometimes or to hold ourselves over them or to hold what we have back from them. But instead, when, when we see people, especially, especially those, um, well, everyone, when we see people, we should be a people who share ourselves and share what we have with them because that is part of being together. That is part of what it means to be united, sharing ourselves and sharing what we have with each other. But also, I think it can, it can be easy. Some of you guys like people, but I know some of you guys probably... Don't always love being around people, right? Or, or maybe, maybe you guys just absolutely. at her. We're supposed to accept people's differences, so I should be able to be a blackberry. A blackberry. Okay. Well, we can. We, maybe you guys can talk about that in small groups. That'll be a good thing. Yeah. You can. Un, you can really unpack that. Um, but, but I think it's really easy to be isolated from people, and I think sometimes it's really easy. For us to isolate ourselves, even us, if we follow Jesus, it's easy for us to isolate ourselves from other Christians because I think oftentimes Christians can be judgmental and harsh. So it can it can even be easy sometimes to stay away from them, right? But what what the people are doing here, they need each other. They realize that, so they're they're together. Um, But I think also something else we need to work on being Christians, people who love Jesus, who are not judgmental and harsh, but people who are gracious and patient, and and people who are a safe place and loving to others, even in their differences. Um, and I think it, it can be a safe place when we are together, when we remember that we are shown Jesus' grace, that Jesus' grace is for us and it's for others. Because we're on the same playing field. We don't have to hold ourselves over other people. But we can be a safe place when we are gracious with ourselves and others. Okay, and the next thing we see is that these, the people are self-giving. Self-giving, okay? And we see that who, verse 40, 45, if you look at verse 45, this is the next thing they're doing. So they're together. They're sharing all their things with one another. And then they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. So in verse 45, we see that these early Christians, these early people who followed Jesus, they were selling what they have and they were giving to those in need. Okay? They were a people who were turned outward towards others, not inward towards themselves. But they were self-giving people. They were self-giving people. Do you, is it easy to be a self-giving person? Why not? Because you like things. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. What kind of things do you guys like? You like your property. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else? Beyblades. You wish you had one, Tyler. Yes. Bagels. It's hard to share a bagel. You know what else? It's hard to share. It's more more than just more than just being hard to share. Like the things we actually have and giving of the things we have. It's also hard to share our time, isn't it? Isn't it also hard to share our time? I think it's, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier, right? Think about this with your, with your parents or guardians. It's a lot easier when they ask you to do a chore around the house or something. It's a lot easier to be like, oh, just let me watch one more Netflix episode or you know play some more video games, because I'm going to do with my time what I want. All right, Ian. We didn't bring you here to call your son out, all right? <laughs> I appreciate uh, your apology right away. Thanks for owning it. Um, and, and actually, instead of, instead of actually listening to those when someone's telling us like something, instead of actually, whatever it is, it, it's really easy to just let something go in one ear and out the other ear instead of actually listening and speaking. Luke mentioned that to me, right? On Monday or something, right? Marketing the media. Marketing? Luke learned that in his class. There's a difference between listening and hearing. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. I was going to give you a shout out, but I just did. Um, or maybe maybe you know someone who needs a friend. Maybe you know someone at school who needs a friend, but if you were to be their friend, People would look at you weird or people would look at you a little different or maybe it would be uncomfortable for you. But being a people who are self-giving, we don't just give what we have, but we can give our time and and our our reputations in a sense as well. There's more than just the things we have, the physical things, but we can can give way more. Being a self-giving people doesn't just mean giving the actual physical possessions that we have, but it means a lot more than that, all right? It also means admitting that we are wrong, And that we need forgiveness sometimes because that's hard to do, right? Self-giving people um, they admit that they're wrong, and they ask for forgiveness. And and they're again they're gracious and patient, and they they ask for grace and patience and humility. All right. And then in verse forty-seven, we're going to see the last thing. Okay, the the early Christians are a blessing to all people. Okay, it says this in verse in verse forty-seven, praising God and they having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved, okay? So it doesn't actually say that they were blessing to all people, but it says that they were praising God and having favor with all the people, okay? And, and when it talks about all the people, it's not just talking about the people who were in their community, those who followed Jesus, but it was talking about the people who, who didn't follow Jesus. They, they had favor with them. They, they weren't a people who were like looked at as judgmental and mean and tried to like push, push people away, but they, they were seen as a people where, where other people from outside the community wanted to be part of this community that because they saw what was going on. They saw people who were self-giving. They saw people who were gracious and patient and together and loving one another. Um, do, you, do you guys, I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but in middle school, well, I know some of you guys went to the Great Escape, right? Who likes the winter camp, the Great Escape? When I was in sixth grade, I went to the Great Escape back when it was at a different place. And I came back from the Great Escape and I, like, my life was kind of changed a little bit. Because I came back and I was like, I can't just uh, hold in like, this, this feeling that I have and this thing that I have. Like, I, Jesus kind of met me there in a special way. And I was like, I want my, my other friends to know about this. I want my other friends to know about Jesus. And so I came back and I started this thing called The Break. Do, you guys, do any of you guys remember that? The Break. And so I, like, I went to my middle school and I invited. I, I had flyers back then because I guess I didn't have a phone. So, um, and I handed flyers out and almost like ended up, not the first time, but almost my whole middle school like showed up at one time or another. And so there were like 70 kids there one time. And, and it was so cool. But I think I, I mentioned this not to say, um, like to say, oh, look how, look how awesome this is. But I think there's there's an example, something that I look back on. I'm like, why, why did students show up there? Like, why did my friends come there? And it, it wasn't because it was like the most grand time. Like, we didn't have like tons of awesome things to do there. But really what it was, it was just a hangout. It was just a, a place for friends to come and hang out and be together and grow together and learn together. Um, and I, I think as I look back at that, I also see this passage in Acts. And, and what this passage in Acts, it describes the early Christians as people who just hung out together, right? It says they ate meals together. They, they grew together. They shared things. They were giving of themselves um and And they were a blessing to all people, and I think a lot of the time we think about sharing Jesus as having to tell someone about jesus and and I think that is a good thing right it 's good to have conversations about faith in Jesus, but also I think a thing that people all of us desire is just a place to be and hang out and be with others who allow us to grow and 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 love us and where we can love them and I think one thing that we can all work on, especially looking in the next week as we just have this hangout time, I, like, I really encourage you guys just to invite friends to come hang out because we're just gonna be hanging out and we're gonna share stories of how, uh, of some of you guys, some of you guys are gonna share stories about your life. Um, and I think, and I think that, that'll that be like a really awesome time where hopefully we, can, hopefully we can all be a community of students and people who just hang out, share life together, um, are patient with one another, grow together are quick to ask for forgiveness and admit when we are wrong. Um, And then I think that is how we are a blessing to all people. And I think when we look at Jesus, right, we we see Jesus in his life and he laid down his life, right? He literally was the self-giving person. He gave his life so that we could have life, right? He didn't didn't come um, to be a person who just kind of divided tons of, people and and made sure that we weren't together, but he came to bring us together. He came to bring us together, a people together. He ate meals with people. He was a normal person. He ate meals. He hung out with people. And I think um, as we looked at that, like Jesus is the one who gives us life. He gives you and I life. And he gives us life so that we can just be a people who hang out in our safe place um, and share who Jesus is by kind of being and allowing Jesus to live inside of us. Cool. I just want you guys to remember that Jesus is alive inside of you guys. It doesn't have to be always a big thing. It can just be a thing in your daily lives where you're hanging out with your friends, eating, um, and your friends can be invited into this awesome and amazing community that we have. All right. I'm going to pray. Then I have two announcements, and then we'll go to small groups. Okay? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you just for this time together. Uh, Thank you that you are alive in us. we know that you are for everyone, everywhere. Um, and so we just ask that you would use us in the small and simple times. Uh, remind us that it doesn't have to be anything big, but it can just be simple. Would you give us hearts that are for others, that are self-giving, that work to just be together um, in unity, and a people who uh, are a blessing to all people, all because and only because you are alive in us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.